Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Curly Moore and the Kane brothers, Steve and Lippy, were the only prisoners in the Modoc City Jail. Confined in one of the cells at the rear of the stone lockup, they waited impatiently for the nightly checkup when Sheriff Howard would turn them over to the keeping of a deputy. Curly was at the cell door, peering through the bars at a second solid door that led to the sheriff's office. Here he comes, fellas. Now let me do the talking if there's any done. Well, I see you birds are still in your cage. Not expecting us to bust out, are you, Sheriff? Nobody ever busted out of this calaboose yet. You got time to play some cards? We need the fourth hand. What do you horse thieves want to do? Get me in there and slug me? (laughs) We wouldn't think of it. Oh, no? Well, blow out that lantern and hit the hay. Sure nice to be tucked in bed this way. Here goes the light. Got nerve curly asking him in here. There was one sure way to keep him out. Now let's get busy on that wall. Yeah, we almost got through it last night. Steve, pull out that bread we wadded up and stuck in the crack. Right. You want this spoon to dig out the mortar? Too short now. I'll use a wire handle off the water bucket. This mortar's nothing but lime and sand. It's so old it's rotten. I'll keep an eye on the door to the office. Yeah, do that, Steve. 
Lippy, you watch out the window. Yeah, there's a light in each dude's bank down the alley. Must be they do their bookkeeping at night. And there's a deputy's horse. I can see a Winchester in the saddle scabbard. Man, by jing, the wire went through. I can feel the air coming in. You sure? One good shove and that big rock will break loose. We'll have plenty of room to crawl out. Then let's go. Take it easy, Lippy. This isn't half of it. To make our getaway good, we've got to have horses, guns, grub, money. We can grab what we need on the run. Yeah, hey, loco. At best, we won't have much of a start. I want everything handy when we make our break. Yeah, but how are we going to fix it to be that way? Now, look, fellas, there's no rush. We can get in and out of this jail whenever we want to. You see what I mean? Thunderation. We can raid this town any night and have a perfect alibi. Let's make a sachet outside tonight just to see how it works. Fellas, I got an idea. That bank is full of money. And there's a deputy's rifle. Yeah. Yeah, looks like luck's with us, so we'll play her to the limit. Steve, you stay here. Me stay? What for, Curly? Somebody's got to be in the cell to answer up in case one of the law dogs comes back and says something. Fix up our bunks or look like we're in them. Then start snoring. I say, Lippy, get your shoulder against this stone. Right. We're going to hold up that bank right from the jailhouse. Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger, camped in the chaparral just outside the town, had been reading a copy of the Modoc City Star by the light of a small fire. Hello, when you were in town getting this paper, did you hear anything said about Curly Moore and the Kane brothers? Mm. Me only hear talk about horse thieves. No one care much. Well, Moore and the Kane brothers are those thieves, according to the Star. States that they once lived in Modoc City, only recently returned. It makes no mention of the fact they're wanted in Texas for bank robbery and murder. Well, maybe Sheriff not know that. It's an old trick for wanted murderers to allow themselves to be jailed for a lesser crime in a different state. In that way, they often save their lives. Well, Crook ought to go back to Texas. You get the horses while I put out the fire. We're going to send a telegram to the rangers, then see the sheriff. Oh. In the jail office, Sheriff Howard had jammed on his Stetson and was ready to leave for home. He turned for a last word to his deputy. Bert, don't let those horse rustlers get you inside the cell. I savvy, Sheriff. They're just too friendly for any good. It sounds like those uh, riders are coming here. Uh, wait a bit. Look there, a masked man and an engine. Steady there. I'm a friend. And what's the idea hiding your face? Let's talk of a more important matter, Sheriff. Such as what? You talk. I'll decide what's more important. Those three men you're holding for horse-stealing are wanted by Texas lawmen for bank robbery and murder. What makes you think so? My uh, Indian friend and I just came up from the Rio Grande. On the way, we were told about more in the Canes. Then you don't know them? No, we've never seen them. Well, this is their hometown. But they were gone for a long spell, so maybe you're right. You should have received a wanted notice about them. If I did, I missed seeing it. Just wait, and I'll look through my files. Go ahead. My sole interest is in seeing justice done. As the Lone Ranger and the Sheriff examined a huge stack of circulars, Curly Moore and Lippy wiggled through the breach in the back wall of the jail. <coughs> well, Curly, we're out. Yeah, but just wait. Hey, Steve, we're putting the stone in place. We'll push it through to you when we get back. Then we crawl in the cell and force it into the hole from that side. I savvy. There. She's in place again. Now for that rifle. Yeah. And don't scare the horse. Oh, boy, steady. Yeah, I got the Winchester. And she's loaded for bear. But we've got to put it back right after the job. We don't want the deputy getting curious. Sure not. Now put the bandana over your face and we'll see how things stack up in the bank. 
Ephraim Stone, president of the People's Bank, sat in his office in the rear of the building. His full gray beard hid all of his face except a nose like the beak of a falcon and a pair of ageless and inscrutable eyes. Across a table from him, the cashier, young Jim Holly, bent over a ledger. As Jim finished summing up a long column of figures, old Eve blew out one of the lamps. We've been wasting oil, James. One lamp is enough. Mr. Stone, No buts I... about it. A penny saved is a penny earned. Now, you better do those figures over again. You know I don't make mistakes in simple additions. James, everyone makes mistakes but me. I... I promised my wife I'd be home early. <laughs> Promises are only good on notes, backed by security. I know how you regard a man's word, including your own. You said you'd raise my salary if I got married. Yeah. I'm a family you man now, and I... You shouldn't expect me to pay a premium on duty. It's the duty of every bank employee to be a family man. Gives a bank a measure of protection against the possibility that he steal money to spend in dance halls and gambling dens. You never married. Well, James, I own the bank. <laughs> and hey. you run the town. You think you're king of all creation. You even force me to name my baby after <laughs> you. I want my name to live after me. You should be proud of being the father of Ephraim Stone Holly. Proud? <laughs> I'm going to quit this job and change his name. Bad enough for him to be the child of a starving cashier without being the godson of a slave driving old miser. Oh, tut, tut, James. Hey, your roof on fire! Uh, fire! Oh, my money! The safe isn't fireproof! Get it open. I'll go outside and see about the fire. Uh, Get back in there with your hands up. Uh, so hold her. What does this mean? Shut the door, partner. Stand away from that safe, you old goat. Uh, don't try to close oh, it. don't shoot. See what's in it. I'll cover him. Right. Criminy. Uh, Look at the greenbacks and bonds. Leave the heavy money, take the paper, then look for guns. How am I going to carry this stuff? Make a sack out of your shirt. Oh, no, please go. You can't rob my bank. I won't let you. Let loose of my rifle barrel. Run, James. He can't shoot now. Run, get help. You old fool, I'll show you. Hang on to the rifle, boss. I'll grab his arm. No, no, save yourself. Hey, you shot him. The miserly pole can't ask for it. You'll get the same. No more shooting. I got the cash. Let's get out. Don't try to follow us, fellas. Mr. Stone. Mr. Stone. James. Don't. Don't change baby's name. <laughs> well, masked man, that finishes the fire, and there's nothing here. I don't suppose you receive all the wanted notices that are sent out in other states? Nope. Well, I've taken it upon myself to wire the rangers in Austin. I don't mind, mister. You've convinced me you're on the side of the law, and I'll be right glad to have your help. Some fellow running this way. That sounds like Jim Holly, the bank cashier. The bank's been robbed. Two men, they killed Mr. Stone. Kill him. Let's get over there. Come on, Tonto. Going along, mister? No, we'll look for the bandit's trail. Good. I'll send posses out later. Steve, we're back in jail again. Now let him look for us. What'd you get? Ten or twenty thousand in cash, a lot of valuable paper, and three guns. You can't keep that stuff in here. Where's a better place for it? Quick, Lippy. 
We'll stash it inside these straw ticks and then turn in for the night. Several hours later, Jim Holly was back in Sheriff Howard's office. Pale and nervous, the young cashier had told and retold his story to the puzzled sheriff and his deputy. He was saying... Sheriff, you and Bert act as if you doubted my word. Maybe so. Sheriff, a masked man and idiot in the back. Well, mister, did you cut the outlaw's trail? No, Sheriff, we circled the town, but we didn't find any sign. It just about settles it. There were people on every street around this block at the time of the shooting. But no one saw the owl hoots either horseback or on foot. Mm, that's right. Sheriff, I told you they came and went by the alley door. Sure you did, Jim. But that alley don't go anywhere except by this jailhouse into the street. I didn't see no tracks there. Jim, uh, can you describe the bandits? I don't know who you are or why I should tell you. but uh, they, they had bandanas over their faces and wore cowhands clothes. Is that all you noticed? Yes. No, wait. One took off his shirt to make a sack, and I saw a bullet scar on his back. What did they take? The currency, valuable papers, and three guns. Guns? Sheriff, doesn't that strike you as being strange? It sure does. I never heard of hold-up men wasting good getaway time to get guns after they had their dinero. What do you make of it? I hate to say it, but this wasn't any regular hold-up. Someone's covering up. And he went a little too far with his faking when he put those guns into his yarn. Sheriff, you certainly don't suspect me. Jim, I've been your friend. But you needed money and Eve Stone treated you like a dog. A fellow who passed the bank just before the shooting told me he heard you two having a set to. You were talking back as if you didn't expect to stay long on that job. Well, I... Jim, you robbed and killed him. Now where's the money? Oh, no. Oh, you're not serious. You can't think that of me. I'd have to think the same thing about my brother if he was in your boots. I, I, Bert, I, I, he's reaching for your gun. He's got it. Stay in front of me, Bert. Hello, block the door. Stand uh -huh. still, all of you. Jim, drop that gun. You can't get away, and you're only making things worse for yourself. I'd rather be shot than hang. I'll get him. Oh, wait. Hold your fire, Sheriff. Now, Jim, I'm coming after you. Don't come any closer. I'm coming. One more step, and I'll let you... Oh. You knocked him out. Good work. I'm sorry. I had to do it. Sorry. In another second, he'd have plugged Bert or you. It's more probable that he'd have shot himself. Maybe you should have let him do it for the sake of his family. I'm not convinced of his guilt, Sheriff. You have no real evidence against him. Only circumstances which make it appear that no one else could have committed the crime. That's good enough for me. Oh. Oh. Uh, him come, too. Here. Let me help you up. Bert, yeah. take him back to the cells. Right. I'm charging him with robbery and murder. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. Although the Lone Ranger doubted that Jim Holly was guilty, the young cashier had been charged with a hold-up murder actually committed by jailbreakers who returned to their cell after the crime in order to establish a perfect alibi. As the masked man and Tonto watched, Jim was led to the rear of the jail where the real killers lay laughing at the law. I'm locking you in this cell, Jim. You'll be here alone. Bert, I'm sorry I made trouble. I, I wouldn't have shot anyone. All right. Let's take it easy and I'll bring you some coffee. Hey, deputy, what's going on? You fellas still awake? He woke us up slamming that cell door. Say, who's our neighbor? Cashier from the bank down the alley. They got him for robbing the place and killing his boss. Well, boil my bones. <laughs> it's a good thing we got a real alibi, or you'd try to blame us. I expect you'd like to hang a bank job on us. Mm -hmm. Maybe we will. A uh, masked man's in the office right now. And he claims three fellas with the same names you've got are wanted for a bank job down in Texas. Well, a masked man, you say? He's local. Who is he? Well, he must be some kind of bank detective, I reckon. He's wired the rangers for descriptions of the men they're hunting. Yeah? Yeah. He uh, isn't sure about you... And he's not sure about that cashier, either. He isn't, huh? Say, uh, I'd like to talk to that masked hombre. Send him back here, will you? All right. Curly, you'll spoil everything. That fella trailed us all the way from Texas. He's plumb dangerous. Yeah. Too dangerous to live. You can't shoot him here. The Lord be after us in no time. There's another way of getting rid of him. And covering our getaway at the same time. He's coming. Get back out of the corridor light. You men want to see me? Mister, you're all wrong about us and that Texas business. We're rustlers, not killers. And we don't like killers. That's so? Just to prove it, we're giving you a tip. Go on. In our game, we get around, hear things. A while back, before we got jailed, we heard two armies talking about holding up Eve Stone's bank. Now, the way they planned it, they were going to hold up right here in town till things cooled off a little. Oh? Where did they propose to hide? In an old hay barn by the hotel stables. Is that all you heard? That's all I'm telling. And it ought to be enough. Very well. Mister. Well, Jim. I heard what those fellas told you. It must be the truth. It could explain what's happened. You'll look into it, won't you? Won't you? I'll investigate he fell for it, fellas. Grab the swag. Store it in your pockets, in your boots, in your shirts. Fix up the bunks. We gotta move fast. What are we gonna do? Leave for him at the barn? Uh, we'll get him, rustle the horses from the stable, and then set fire to the whole shebang. What for? Use your heads. Nothing scares this town more than a fire. Nobody will notice us in the excitement. Likely we won't be missed for hours. Yeah, you're foxy, Curly, but suppose the mask man shows up with the sheriff and the big posse. He won't. Bank detectives always work alone so as to get all the glory and reward money. I guess we got everything, Curly. Right. Then here we go through the wall. As the outlaws slipped away to set their trap, the Lone Ranger and Tonto mounted their horses in front of the jail. Easy, sir. Easy, Scout. Easy, Tonto. Come on, big boy. Get him up, Scout. The masked man gave his companion a brief account of his conversation with Curly Moore. Then the Indian asked, Oh, 
what you think a story, Kemosabe. It's plausible, but I don't believe it. Moe and the Kane brothers are notorious for their tricks. Well, what you figure them fellas do? I don't know, Tonto, but I'm going to investigate the barn. How we get there? It's on the alley that runs behind the jail. But we'll follow the street as far as the depot. I uh, want you to find out if there's been an answer to that telegram. Uh, me see light and depot wind. Uh. And the telegrapher is still on duty. I'll stop here and wait for you. Ho, Silver, ho. Get him up, Scout. Tuttle hurried to the telegraph office and found that the Lone Ranger's message had been answered. He secured the reply, then rejoined the masked man. Oh, fella, oh, fella. You better answer, Kimasabi. Here. You got enough. I can't see to read it. Moon's going down. Oh, yeah. Me, me strike match for you. Thanks, Toto. Yeah. Texas Rangers want the sheriff to hold more on the canes. The descriptions they give fit the prisoners. Now, what's this? Oh, Toto, strike another match. Yeah. 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 Good. Hmm. Now I know what to expect at that barn. Um, what that? An ambush. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. The three jailbreakers crouched in the shadow of the hay barn. Lippy and Steve fingered their guns as Curly gave them last-minute instructions. Now, man, is it all clear? Yeah, sure. Me and Steve wait inside the barn, and you close in on the varmint from behind. Right. Don't shoot unless you have to. The less noise, the better. Until we're ready to ride. Hey, there's people still awake in the hotel. Are you going to take care of them? I'll crack his head with a gun barrel. I wish we'd have rustled some horses the first thing. I don't think we'd have time, Steve. We'll get horses, all right. That stable there is full of saddle stock. Listen, I thought I heard a horse. Yeah? Let's get ready. The Lone Ranger and Tonto had dismounted and stood studying the dark alley where the bank robbers waited. The masked man was saying, Tonto, they have the advantage of position, but they may not know there are two of us. That's right. They never see me. You move in on the barn from this side. I'll approach it from the other. Be savvy. Merging himself with the shadows, Tonto inched his way toward the building where the outlaws expected the masked man to keep a rendezvous with death. He gained the open door and paused, straining his senses to detect the presence of others. Then he heard it, the sigh of an escaping breath. He took one noiseless step and froze as a lodger in the hotel crossed his room with a lamp and a beam of light flashed through the window. For an instant, the Indian stood in silhouette. And in that instant, Curly sprang, his gun raised high. The eight-inch barrel slashed down. That got him. What next? Uh, drag him inside now. Set the hay burner. <coughs> Come on. That's far enough. Maybe somebody will rescue him. He ain't dead. I'll fix that. I felt a padlock on the door. It's open, ready to snap. Well, touch her off and let's go. Right. Yeah. There she goes. Place will burn like powder. Come on. <laughs> Adios, mass man. Hey, 
Who's that coming? Don't move any what, of what the... Hey, it's a masked man. I know his voice. We got the wrong man. Well, let him have it. Shoot at his gun flashing. I'm out of shells. Drop your gun. No, don't shoot again. We'll give up. The light coming through the cracks in that barn. You set it afire. It wasn't me that done it. Hello, where are you? Me inside. Place This door is locked. Where's the key? There isn't any. Hello, try to break through. That door plenty solid. Lie down, you men. Clasp your hands over your heads. All right. All right. I can't get through. Fire gets worse. I'll get you out. Stand back. I'll shoot the lock off. Got it started. Now, no chance. Come on. Right. They're getting away, but it can't be helped. I've got to get you out in a hurry. All right, open the door. That's pretty close, Kimberly. Your head. Not much. You're hurt. No. Maybe we... we it won't be necessary. Listen. Then what we do? We're going after the outlaws. I think I know where they'll hide. Where do we go, Carly? Oh, we haven't any horses or guns. That masked man will be right on our heels in a little while. Where can we go? We're almost back to the jail. No, the masked man didn't see our faces. Our cell is still the safest place for us. Hey, look. That horseman. Maybe that's him coming. Come on, let's get back inside. Hold on, hold on, Hello, you watch the back of the jail while I see the sheriff. Huh? Be savvy. Easy, big fellow. Mass man's back. I was just leaving for the fire, mister. Three of your prisoners left for that fire quite a while ago. In fact, they said it. No, wait a minute. Here, look at this telegram. From the Rangers, huh? And you're right about Moore and the Canes. Read the rest. It says here, well, smoke me down. It says Lippy Kane has got a gunshot scar on his back. And Jim described that kind of a scar. Now I'm beginning to see. And with that fact to go on, all the pieces of the puzzle fall into place. Bert, you fetch them fellas in here and let Jim Holly out. You bet I will. How they been getting out, mister? Through a hole in the wall, I suppose. A hole? Then they might get away from Bert. You get back, Frontal. My Indian friend seems to have taken care of that, Sheriff. Yeah, Sheriff. Look where Jim's got it. It's all the stuff from the bank. They were trying to hide it. Now you, Moore, and you two canes. Texas wants to hang you. But I reckon you'll hang right here. Until you do, I'm chaining some 40-pound cannonballs to your legs. Go ahead. We know we're licked. But it wasn't you who done it. It was that masked man. Sheriff, see what I've found in these papers. It's Mr. Stone's will. And he left everything to my baby, his godson. Well, Jim... I sure have got a lot of, to apologize for. It looks like I was wrong about everybody but the masked man. Who is he? He's the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Thank <laughs> you.